Welcome to the thickly veiled curtain. Two fatties pull back the curtain on topics. Thick veiled curtain. Okay, why don't I just record it? Can you listen? Hey! Aren't dying, fast Welcome enough. to the thickly veiled podcast. <laughs> why can't we just call it the thickly veiled podcast? Because it makes no sense. The thickly veiled, okay. you're just fat and veiled. I'm just um, here. Just another pretty face on a podcast. Yep. Hey everybody, I'm Nathan. Welcome to the podcast, and this is my co-host, Aloysius. Aloysius. Aloysius Jeffrey. Hey, it's me right off the bat. There you go. Wait, Welcome. aren't we doing an intro or something? Yeah, we are. Listen to this. Well, okay. are you ready? Whatever. Welcome to the meatiest episode of the Thickly. I'm Nathan, your host, and over here is my moderator, or make Nathan shut up, or Jeff. Yeah, today we'll be discussing meat-centric diet. What spooky conspiracy theories surround the lifestyle? Yeah, I guess so. I ate a bit of meat. <laughs> okay. My name's not Pete, though. Pete? But I, I got some feet. Okay. I like meat. <laughs> I like meat. So let's get it out there. Uh, only one of us currently goes ham for meat. Ham for meat. That's Jeff. Tell us about your typical day of meat intake for you. Let's just shoot from yeah. the hip Okay, here. so tell us about... Shit like, from the hip! Tell us about your... Tell us about your, <laughs> tell us about your <laughs> animal... Little James Headfield. How many it. animals are you killing a day? You son of a bitch. How many animals am I killing a day? Yeah, like how, how much meat are you Well, I'm not killing any animals. I'm eating dead animals. Dead, okay, how much dead flesh are you ingesting on a day? Well, basis? let's think about it. This Today, uh, I ate some chicken at lunch. Okay. What about for breakfast? What did you have oh, for breakfast? Oh, breakfast. I had a piece of pizza that had okay. ham on it. Okay, so we had a little bit of meat there. That's yeah, great. yeah, so that's about it. Okay, that so was lunch today. and chicken. Yeah, I had a chicken breast. Well, for dinner, you only had vegetarian nachos because yeah. my dumbass forgot to add meat. Well, I don't I care. I don't need meat on everything. I'm not like, oh my god, this doesn't have meat. Oh, jeez. I mean, that's how usual people are. Like, no, I, it's I, not. I, no, there's people who Come legitimately on. get pissed off when there's not meat on stuff. It's like, well, fucking, what are you, vegetarian? Like, <laughs> that's so hardcore. <laughs> you fucking <laughs> cowards. Goddamn cowards. <laughs> Okay, back to the question. So say you have a huge meat-filled day. Like you had a huge meaty breakfast. You had like a meat skillet. And for lunch you had like a meat, like you had chicken again. Sure, and I mean, there, obviously there's steak. some days where right. that happens. So how do you feel when you have like a meat-centric day? Hungry. Hungry? You're never satisfied. I imagine if, yeah, I mean, if I had meat all... Well, I wouldn't be hungry. I'd just be... I wouldn't be bloated the way if you eat like just all carbs all day long like oh, yeah. you're just like oh god i can't even fucking like yeah. and it's like simple carbs too right like yeah. if you ate like a fucking bag of potato chips to yeah. your head and you're just like oh i have to like cool thing about potato chips is they're the, for your brain they're negative calories your brain it doesn't attribute it to calories so you can eat an entire bag without feeling full and then feel like shit later it's because your brain is literally like you're not eating enough calories keep putting yeah it but in. it's all sugar like it's you know salt I mean? it's and fat like, yeah salt and fat uh, if I eat meat for, like, if I was on one of those, like, carnivore diets, I mean, fuck, you would get skinny and jacked for sure. Yeah, but, I mean... But, like, I never do it long enough. After a while, like, I want to drink a beer, obviously, yeah. or I want to have some fucking fries, or I want right? to eat a potato. And that's the thing. Like, just a friggin' potato, you they know They did what I mean? a study recently. The most unhealthy thing you can do when ordering at McDonald's is order the fries. It is more healthy to eat two burgers back-to-back than it is to eat a burger and one of their large burgers. Yeah, they're just being the lesser of two evils. Let's be completely honest here. It is never healthy. It's never healthy never. anything. Taco I'll get salad? the Diet Coke with my four Big Macs, please. My favorite thing is Try the Diet Coke. watch my figure. 
I'd like the double big. I'd like the double quarter pounder with cheese. Like, I know like I'm going there. Buttered. I know I'm going there just to satiate an urge yeah. and to like tell myself to shut up and just get the regular coke. Just, like, get, just the, get, get the get the coke. and get the big one too. Yeah. Like you're ordering a fucking Big Mac. Get the bacon on it too. Yeah. Get just every go. You know what? Triple and get a few cheese. Get a few fucking junior chickens too while you're at it. What are you even doing there if you're not getting a junior chicken on top of your order? And the you know what? Quit being a loser. Don't go through the drive-through and get a fucking small fry. Oh, I'm just gonna small fry. Like it's small fry. fry. Small fry. You go fuck yourself with your small fry. Okay. So we're hating on a lot of Stupid people. Stupid So, but like for me, when I used to eat meat-centric, like when I ate a full day of meat, I felt like shit. And the next day, my bowel movements, my shitting, everybody was oh, yeah, terrible. It's, it's quite honestly, it's yeah, it'll probably make you shit. Yeah, it makes me yeah. feel. Awful. I remember when I ate meat, which I don't anymore, when I had a meat-centric day, when it was meat for breakfast, meat for lunch, and meat for dinner, I felt terrible. My bowel movements were terrible during that time. Yeah, I could see that, because, like, so much of one thing is pretty excessive, yeah. right? But, I mean, I, I get it. Like, in the summer there, like, I was I was ripping meat pretty good. Like, just meat and, yeah. like, carbs or whatever, right? Yeah. Like, or whatever. And, and that's the thing. When I, when I, went I mean, I didn't, I didn't lose a lot of weight, but I, I definitely did. Like, your pants fit way better, but you're working out at the same time, yeah. too. So. And that's the thing. When I when I was doing it like at a balance, like meat and like veggies, like okay, I'm gonna yeah, have, sure. I'm gonna have a burger. I'm gonna have the burger on top of like broccoli instead of a bun. Like I did feel better, mm. but the more meat I ate, the worse my bowel movements were. Like I, I'm sorry, talking about shit this much. Like that's the shit. Talk about shit. Okay. Let's talk about so. Let's have a let's have a five minute conversation about bowel well, movements. I have. Found, I just spent my bowel. I have found <laughs> that the best bowel movements I have are mostly veggies and some carbs. Tiny amounts of carb. Like, in my day now, I try to keep under a half cup of simple carbohydrates, like a rice. I, I want to move to I want to move to wild rice. But honestly, Why not? Just, veggies, just veggies, it dries out too much because your body's just sucking out the nutrients, right? So it yeah. becomes dry and terrible. Meats become, like, sticky and gross and just make me feel awful. But if I do a nice combination of vegetarian... And a tiny bit of carb, it seems to, it just, it just seems to make my bowel movement a little bit. Uh, congratulations, listeners, to hear about my, my shitty bowel movements. It's not just my wife anymore. I think you're right in that any, too much of any single item of food is going to make you feel shitty. I guess, but I mean, like, do what makes you feel good, though. If someone's out there and they're, and they're just crushing meat all day long, and they can do it, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, good for them. Yeah, their body works differently. Good for you. Life. Right. I mean, whatever. So overall, what do you think you'll learn from this particular episode, knowing that I've done all the show notes and you have not read any of them? <laughs> oh, God, I've not. Hey, just started the show notes, Jeff? Uh, uh thing is... Uh, I've only had these since, like, the beginning blood, of December. There was blood in my poo and yada, yada, yada. <laughs> poo blood. So what do you think you're going to learn this episode? What am I going to learn? Nothing from you, I'll tell you that okay, right now. Well, you absolutely will, because I have it on nothing. record... Remember the reviews we got about this podcast and how they said too much of Nathan teaching? Yes. Too much of Nathan no, no, teaching. They said too much of okay? Nathan teaching because Jeff. I swear to Christ, if you edit anything. that out. I will put that in the beginning. I don't want too this. Too much the thickly veiled podcast. Too much of Nathan teaching. Actually, Jeff, uh, if uh, you look at the show notes here, we'll review and uh, clinically, I'm fucking insane. Okay, <laughs> so as the carnivore of the episode, what do you hope the listener will get from this episode? Well, like at the end of the episode, what would you be happy with the listener to learn? Uh, nothing, and he had a good laugh. Okay, good laugh. All right, <laughs> Jeff, it's now you. So. 
you, we know your stance. You like meat, but you're not a hardcore carnivore. No, I don't um, care. So you know what my favorite pizza was a Boston pizza. What's that? Uh, it was the Greek pizza. It had the black olives, the feta, the onions, the the little diced tomatoes, and that nice crust that was like oh man it was so goddamn good well, and they mean, took it off the menu well of course because Boston Pizza doesn't like having anything that takes no and they want to put a fucking turkey dinner that pizza that thing on the- looks so it's gross. gross it's gross as yeah. fuck and that fucking theme song whatever I- I'll try it like don't get me wrong I'll try that stupid pizza because it's probably okay Cranb- come on I just want a turkey dinner yeah anyways what are the average intake of meat per person in Canada so really the only thing you can look up is red meat in Canada so, it's actually not that terrible. Less than one serving of red meat per day per Canadian, which hmm. is about 52 grams. Well, yeah, you go to Superstore and it's like $50 for fucking a steak. Exactly. Or you can it's buy like, it. Oh, okay. So, I don't need meat that bad. I can buy a can of meat for yeah. a buck. Right? Yeah. So, the, the meat price, the price does draw, especially new additions to Canada away from the meat purchase, especially when you can buy, find the exact same protein out of beans. Honestly, isn't that bad. 52 grams per Canadian per day, which is nothing. A seven-ounce steak, you're, you're talking about a half pound there, right? Seven ounce. Yeah, well, a, a baby steak. Child's a baby steak. Child's play. So, I can't eat that. I haven't eaten a steak in two years. Yeah, you'd have a bad BM. The in the AM and the PM. My, oh, and <laughs> would have to deal with me crying on the toilet. Yeah, cry toilet. Cry, cry toilet. Oh, I'm supposed to ask you another question. He pointed at my sheet. (laughs) He has a sheet printed out for me. I have so many sheets pointed out for us. What was it like in the past, Nathan? (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) What is with Atkins and paleo diets and keto? How do they differ? Atkins was obviously made from a misunderstanding. Atkins, uh, understanding by Mr. Atkins, that one of the biggest reasons people gain weight is from the ingestion of processed carbs. Um, so so potato chips. Yeah, like it completely removed everything, like breads, pastas. If it comes from flour, he's not going to eat it. Nothing. No sugar. Nothing that's a that's a simple carbohydrate. Isn't that the paleo diet? Uh, no, not quite. This was hugely successful determining the change of the gro- grocery landscape. When Atkins was huge, you would find like... Nature's Valley. Atkins friendly. Atkins friendly. The problem with the diet is the majority of users use it as a diet. Paleo and Atkins on the exact same level is it's not meant to be a diet. Okay, what's what's Atkins similar to? What's the most similar uh, fat paleo. diet? Paleo? paleo would be the closest to Atkins. Okay, and paleo is just like all natural shit, Yes, right? but the thing is people who dive into paleo understand that paleo is a lifestyle. Atkins was advertised and sent to everybody. It's like, it's oh, do Atkins this for six months. diet, right. The problem with Atkins is people said it as a diet, so what would happen is people go on this for six months and be like, fuck yeah, I lost 20 goddamn yeah, it's pounds. the same thing with keto, though. Yeah, it, it, we'll get to keto. Keto is That is the keto. huge that range is, right now. That is insane. Considering but, you guys just did a whole yeah, thing. Yeah, and it made us all sick all sick keto and atkins are not meant to be a diet the problem with atkins and keto as a diet is yeah you lose a shit ton of weight super yeah, fast for a while till the second you try a car it's just like oh i'm just gonna have a piece of bread boom i oh did on, uh, did you uh, weigh in i did and how much did so you regain here's here's what i here's what i did i lost uh, 11 pounds uh-huh. 11 pounds in six weeks on keto mm-hmm I was miserable about a halfway through. I was getting really sick it. about a uh, about a quarter or three quarters of the way done, and I was miserable by the end. It was so hard, especially. I mean, my biggest problem was keto for me was vegetarian keto. I still had to keep myself under a hundred net carbs because I wanted to get as close to keto as possible. That's like 
Yeah, that's so ridiculous. But man. I had to bring my protein in from beans. So it was just, it was terrible. But yeah, you gotta watch the carbs. Everything was just like, okay, I'm not gonna have beans today because I had an apple, right? So what I just can't eat, have protein what are you today. Eat 24 eggs a day? Oh, exactly. So it was just, it was miserable. Probably puke. I'd puke after two hard boiled eggs. <laughs> so I, I lost 11 pounds. And then the okay. next week I weighed in. I went from keto to like keto light, and I was being pretty bad. Yeah. Not terrible, but sure. bad. I still wasn't eating bread or anything, yeah, yeah. but I was going bad. I was eating like 2,500 instead of 1,800 calories a day. I gained back. You're, you're in, what? You're being bad eating 1,800 calories a day? Yeah. What no, no, you? I was being bad eating like 26 to 3,000 calories a day. Oh, yeah. Where I was eating 1,800 while I was on keto. Yeah. And in one week, I gained back half of the weight. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. So I've already, on my first Probably week, water retention. Absolutely. And that's the problem is keto and Atkins are a lifestyle. Not a diet, but they were always advertised. Diet, diet, diet. Atkins diet, keto diet. The yeah. good thing about paleo is paleo is never, at least in my experience, when I was doing paleo when I was still eating meat, is it was never shown as a diet. It's paleo, the paleo, the paleo diet or paleo um, yeah. nutrition. They were specifically saying like this is a lifestyle change. You are not going on this for six months. This yeah. is how you eat now. And if you are able to stay on Atkins, stay on keto, or stay on paleo, you can lose weight and keep it off Good and be for healthy. But if you're making it a diet, like a six-month binge, you're going to gain back at least half that weight the first oh, yeah, week. For sure. And then you're just going to gain even more weight because your body's not sure. used to processing those carbs. Yeah, like, that is a huge problem like, with these. I lost 20, 21 pounds this summer. Yeah. But it wasn't on any specific diet, really. It was just, like, reduction of calories. Yeah. And that's and, the best and way to do it. working out like a savage. Yeah. But that's a problem, right? Like, you can't keep a, a breakneck pace up. Right. You know, all, unless you don't have a job and you're rich. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. And, and you're a personal chef and everything. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, sometimes you just fall off. But... And, uh, I think over after after December and not working out, I definitely gained back ten pounds for yeah. sure. So that sucks. Yeah, because we're going to Mexico Monday, but <laughs> <laughs> whatever. But honestly, though, from the working out so much and that, like, I did gain more muscle and yeah. stuff, and I do overall look better. Yeah, you and definitely fit do. better in clothes yeah. than I did when I first started. And that is the good positive that and I honestly, have seen. That's a good positive too, but also I did I haven't gone back to like that insanity eating yes. that I used to do. Like yeah. I, I remember before I went on that diet, like I was just I think I was like super depressed because I would eat I swear to god, six thousand calories a night. Yeah. Or a day. Yeah. A day. Like yeah. that's an insane amount. That's a ridiculous. lot. Yeah. You really gotta eat a lot. <laughs> like because yeah. I'd be like topping that with alcohol too. Like, yeah. And it's not just alcohol, <laughs> yeah. just beer. Like, and that's, just and like, that's complex car. Oh, and that's a simple car. Yeah, you're drinking a little bit. And every bread. day you'd wake up just fucked up, bloated. You look horrible too. Like you'd look in the mirror and you'd be like you'd be puffy. Puffy yeah. and shit. And like you'd be like, oh my fucking God. Yeah, so I feel like garbage. It was really, it was, you know, it's always so much easier to diet in the summer because yes. it's hot out. You don't want to eat when it's that And hot. you don't want to be at home just sitting you watching nothing. You don't want to be at home. Yeah, you yeah. want to go out. You want to, like, bask. You want to, like, sweat. You want to give her. Absolutely. It's really hard in the winter. Yeah. You get and those winter blues. And that's why, yeah. exactly why I looked at the keto diet when we did yeah. it with me and my three other friends, was I looked at it as, like, a ripcord to get back to where I was prior. It's good. That's a good way to look and at it. And that's exactly Absolutely. what I've done. It's I great went to look at directly it. from keto right into my yeah. old diet, which is... Like, more keto yeah. than it is anything else but it also yeah. kept me it's like okay I can do this if keto destroyed me 
like today I'm drinking beer. It's not my cheat day, but yeah. I know I have the carbs ready because today I I, I had like yeah. ten net carbs total the entire day, so I can have four or five beers, good for you. and that's cool. A hundred a hundred carbs, I'm good. Yeah, I have like but, no count like that. But I uh, this week I lost two pounds from the five that I gained back, which is great for me. Yeah, it's good. It's just you have to focus on these as it's a yeah. lifestyle change, and I'm back to where I was. And you five also got to manage expectations too. Like you right. always see those Instagram posts of like people losing like a billion pounds. It's yeah. like the great mentality, all that. That's fantastic. For me, it's just like I always know I'm just going to be a big dude because like I just refused give up certain foods yeah. in my life. And oh, so do you I. Know, like I'm never giving up pizza. Like I, I don't can. give a yeah, shit. Like that's my cheat day almost every single week. Oh, is pizza? pizza? Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. The the. The problem that most people have is, it, again, it's it's lifestyle versus diet. My lifestyle yeah. now is I don't eat carbs during the week. I just, I That's avoid good. them. That's I smart. avoid them completely, but not in a, like, I'm not hurting myself. Like, okay, like, when I was doing keto, like, I checked the, 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 uh, the, the texture. Test. The techno. Did you have no, those keto no, sticks? No, no, I wasn't that hardcore. But I checked the texture of yeah. the, the pasta I was cooking for my family, because I still cook for my wife and my son. Yeah. But I would check it, and then I'd, like, spit the pasta into my hand and <laughs> put it in my compost, because I can't have carbs. Like, I was hardcore. Now, that's like, yesterday ridiculous. I made pasta for my family, and I chewed it up, and I was like, okay, that's right. That's el dente. I'm good. It's good. Yeah. It, can go into the gar- it can go into the garbage, or I can swallow it. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. worried. And that's the big thing is, okay, I'm not putting any carbs in my body to, like, if I have to fucking yeah. test pasta, I'm fine. It's the craziness of yeah. keto. Also, the other thing I think that, like, uh, you have to always look at, too, is, you know, you lost weight, like, and that's a good indication that yeah. you're going in the right direction, but also, you like... If you're working out while doing this, or not working out, whatever, also look at, like, you know, the inches you're losing. Like, measure your inches of your waist, your this, your that, right? Because, like, you know, your weight can shift, but also, like, you can look a hell of a lot better, too. Because I noticed when you were doing it, when you first started, compared to when you were almost done, like, I saw a big change in you, too. Like, you definitely... You may, maybe you only lost 11 pounds, but it, like, looked like you, like, got sucked in, you know what I mean? Like... Yeah, and, I'm and I heard sure, it from a bunch of people. I, I don't know if that attains to water weight or anything I genuinely like that. think it was fat because honestly, if you you can eat eighteen hundred calories of carbs and just gain weight, like it's just carbs. Like I, there were nights where I would eat eight hundred calories. I, do you do you believe in that whole body thing where like certain people have different types of bodies? Yes. Like me and you are obviously that endomorph. Poor, poor, poor genetics. We we were <laughs> so poor. Our our lineage. I, I absolutely one hundred percent believe in this. I believe that genetics, genetics. are passed down. Oh, and my people, well, yeah. Ukrainians, awful. Um, were so poor in the old country that every calorie they ingested, their body knew like, oh god, suck up every fucking nutrient <laughs> you can because you don't know when the next thing's coming. Yeah. And generation after generation was soaking in because we were the poorest of the poor. It's like we were the worst of the worst. We were the underclass. So when we got food, we ingested yeah, and I kept totally it. believe that things get transferred. Absolutely. And so now when I've got an abundance of food living in Canada in a first world country and I can eat as much yeah, as I want, get... my body's going to hold on to oh, that yeah. shit because I've seen people who've come from better stock than I do who just like oh I, uh, uh, I'm a little bit heavy I'm 10 pounds over and they diet for a week and lose 9 pounds like what? Get lost right? <laughs> so I absolutely believe that is a factor in it but I still yeah. believe that my eating of too many carbs was a huge factor in that because I slowly started trickling carbs into every meal like it was like breakfast I was having cereal and lunch I was mm-hmm. having rice and dinner I was having potatoes like carbs in every meal yeah yeah Cool. So, 
Well, that was that question. Yeah, that was a big one. Is the trend of meat intake sustainable? What is more countries adopt a more meat-centric diet? I think that's a typo. Uh, what if more countries adopt a more It says, what is more countries yeah, adopt... Yeah, what if. You know what, man? If you want to do a podcast with me, the typing... <laughs> I'm sorry. So if everyone were to start eating a meat-centric diet, of course it wouldn't be sustainable. When I was eating meat, meat was almost in every single meal. I would wake up in the morning. I would make myself uh, eggs and meatballs. I love... Eggs and meatballs! It was so good. Damn, now I want to have eggs and meatballs. It's so good. It's so good. People don't realize how good they are together. It was one of my favorite things. A little bit of veggies, meats and and meatballs and eggs. It was so good as a Mm. breakfast little treat. It came out like an omelet. Delicious. But it's no way sustainable. Every I remember when I was in university, there was one of my teachers was like, listen, nothing we do is sustainable. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, okay, in the summer, how many like bonfires do you have? I was like, I don't know, like three or four. He's like, okay, now think about every person on the planet having three to four bonfires a summer. Yeah. How much wood would you need to sustain that? And I was like, holy shit, that's completely unsustainable. Yeah. He's like, right. Oh, you I, live yeah. in abundance, so you don't understand that the things you do affect other things. So if you extrapolate my three meals of meat to all of, even just North America, we're talking Canada and U.S. and Mexico, like, where do we grow that much meat? It's exceptional. If other countries, like, think about India. Like, India has the highest population of vegetarianism than any other place, as we know, because, you know, there's... Beef. Right. They don't beef, but most of them are just straight-up vegetarian. For the most part... India's mostly meat-free. Like, when they found out McDonald's put beef tallow in the french fries at McDonald's, there were revolts because they were eating a a, a creature that was above eating, right? Mm -hmm. If you extrapolate my, like, let's say, 100 grams of meat per meal per day, that's 300 at minimum. 300 times 7 billion people? It's completely unsustainable. A meat-centric diet... Well, let's just go... Let's just get nuts here and say that the amount of people on the earth is completely unsustainable right now. I don't know if that's completely true. Oh, I think so. If if people lived the way people do in New York City with the current population, we would be able to house the entirety of humanity within Texas. Yeah, but sure, throw that stat out, but I mean like... That's just not the reality. Not the reality at in, all. No. And the population is still exponentially fucking growing. Right. Absolutely. And we're on track to be like 10 billion in 2050, I think. Oh man, it's just not good. No. People aren't dying fast enough. People hey, aren't dying fast welcome enough. Welcome to the Thickly Veil podcast. <laughs> if you're depressed and thinking about it, don't do it. Nathan's do a it. monster. No, that's a, that's a, a monster. <laughs> All right, next question. Looking at this historically, what is problematic? Okay, well... Looking at what historically? Looking at the problematic nature of meat intake, we will look at animal rights later because that's a big thing. But like, Mm. Or the environmental impact or the carcinogenic nature of meat, especially when it's cooked on barbecues. Barbecued meat is the most delicious thing in the world. Let's be clear. (laughs) Let's be clear. As a vegetarian, there is nothing more delicious than meat. Oh, she good. They're wrong. Ooh, tofu tastes just as good. You're wrong and you're stupid. Yeah. You're wrong and you're stupid. Do you want a piece of my diet cheese pizza? Please have a little bit of this uh, 
plastic protein. Can I call Dia Cheese, the, the company, and just be like, man, can you try harder? Can you just not can make you, something that or, tastes or like just garbage? stop. Try like, harder or yeah, stop. Like, tr- use a different fat. Like, use a different fat. I don't know what you're cheese. using, but, like, th- it it's not. Like garbage. It, it's It's hot garbage. Yeah, we'll get to veganism in a different episode. Because that's well, a whole you know, topic. Not, whatever. Like, dude, do what you want to do, but diet cheese. Diet cheese is so nasty. Okay, so there's so many side problems to this. Okay, so the production of meat. What is the number one problem with production of meat is the environmental impact. Cows and pigs shit a lot. They drink a lot of water, they eat a um, lot of food. They don't properly dispose of the poo and shit and stuff. Like, they could be using that to an advantage, but they don't. The problem with that is we don't use it because we don't cycle crops. But that's a whole nother episode. We do not cycle crops, so we can't just use manure. We have to use uh, potash, which is mined mined pretty well in Saskatchewan, because we don't cycle crops. What should happen is you grow wheat one year and then fucking water the next, and you cycle your crops so that... The nutrients aren't yeah. destroyed from your soil. I thought or we did do that. We don't. Mm. So what they do instead is you'll you can find videos of this on YouTube where instead there'll be a retention pond of of yeah, filth, just of filth. shit yeah. and piss. It'll and what the in. farmer will do is they'll spray it into fields. The problem with that is poo, oddly enough, is a, a bacteria driven thing, so it will it will get salmonella and E. coli and they're just spreading that out so they don't mm. care where because you might have a pig farm uh you know two miles from a cabbage farm. Mm-hmm. They're spraying shit and piss in the air and it's going to the cabbage farm and then we have a recall like ooh the cabbage the cabbage groundwater was picked up salmonella so we have to recall all cabbage. And this is happening constantly. So one of the biggest impacts is literally the meat industry is fucking with the vegetarian industry because their filth is destroying crops. Yeah. So it's it's a terrible roundabout way to get to this. Yeah, but I mean, like, just there's always the argument, you know, you'll hear it from a lot of people, especially people who are like pro meat, not, but the vegetarian industry growing all those crops, you're still killing animals just of a That's lesser... a way for them to make feel better. Like, sure, there is a huge difference between animals being killed in the process of pulling vegetables and there are you killing slitting the throat of an animal skinning it and taking its insides mm-hmm. like there's a little bit of a difference between these two things i understand yeah, that I rodents are going to be picked up but yeah, nobody's yeah, yeah. eating the rodents and there's much less of an environmental impact for the rodents being destroyed right like no nobody's going nobody's going hungry even in the animal species for animals dying who are eating at a farm right like no mm. it's the wild animals like my mice that i kill in my shed that's probably fucking with the ecosystem because you know the the maybe maybe the, the whatever maybe not, eating in the carrion in my area is probably eating those when i don't kill them killing a cow and keeping it alive with the amount of water it needs the amount of food and the fact that you're force feeding it corn and antibiotics that's way much more of a detriment than a, a fucking rototiller picking up a mouse. It's an easy way for, for meat eaters to be like, fuck you vegetarians, you kill animals too. Like, yeah, kind of. But let's not say they're on the same level. Yeah, I know there's a big food war going on right now. I just don't know what the end result's going to be, quite honestly. Neither do I. Because I mean, no one's going to stop eating meat. No, Let's but, be fucking honest. 
but the intake in Canada has gone down. It's because it's expensive as fuck. Not only that, I, I, I think a lot of people, again, ignored the point I was making. Less disposable income to spend on meat. Well, realistically, that, like, I'm a single guy and, like, I don't, I don't buy red meat that often. Yeah, it's expensive Like, I buy pork. Yeah, because pork pork's is so cheap. cheap. We have but wait till pork. pork shoots up. Yeah, exactly. And then it's just gonna, you're not going to eat. And meat. like I don't buy I buy Walmart chicken. I don't know if that's real chicken. <laughs> it's real chicken. I, I guess, but I mean like it's okay. I had it all this week, but I mean it's not like I don't know, it's it's cheap. That's why. Right. It's like four big chicken breasts, boneless chicken breasts for 10 bucks. Right. How of course I'm going to get that. Yeah, it's 250 know? 250 a meal. That's ridiculous. Is it worth it though? Those well, okay. We're specifically talking about Walmart. They are not free range. They're living no, in they're horrible their entire people. life. Yes, we all know they're they're dying from. For the me, it's worth it shit. because it's cheap. Right, but is it? Really? I'm not at Walmart thinking about the sustainability of the world. That's fine. But I'm just there being what like, about well, this, what about the sustainability of you? That meat is coming from a very most likely a very sick animal. Probably you're right. I'm not thinking about that. Okay, there you go. So it's it's just blinders up. Blinders are up. Okay. Even though I do have that information in the back of my head, but I'm not looking. I'm not seeing that information when I'm getting that meat. When I was eating meat, I understand that there's 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 a, there's a cognitive dissonance that you have to have while eating meat. You cannot think about stuff. And I know that now because yeah, when I'm bacon, having bacon, sausage, right? All of the lovely pork. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's... So uh, and I, I had the same thing while while eating meat is. And I do the opposite now is where, like, I'm having a weak moment. I'm like, God damn it, I want a fucking steak. I can't stand oh, this. Yeah. I'll go watch, like, Cow's Best Friend on YouTube. <laughs> just to, like, bring it back and be like, oh, okay, I can't really do this. Yeah. Okay, so this kind of goes into the next question. Simply, is it healthy? Any diet in moderation can be healthy. Sure, of course. Um, anybody who's that. eating too much shit can be bad. Oh, yeah. Uh, there was a week where I ate all fast food. Yeah. Like, it was horrible. Yeah. I felt like a piece of shit. Right. But can you be healthy while eating fast food? Yes. I mean... If you eat it in moderation? Yeah, yeah. I guess if so. If in that month, you ate it once? Yeah. You'd yeah. be healthy. You had one bad meal. But if you're eating it every day, it's going to be shit. Same with meat. If you eat Especially it. the type of fast food you eat exactly. too, right? Yeah. Like, they're like, come to Burger King with our cheesy bites of macaroni doused in the deep fryer with some sort of... Yep. Thing. And then where you're at it, get a Womper. <laughs> Womper. <laughs> Womper. I like that. Again, I it's all about difference between diet and lifestyle. If you're making something a lifestyle, you can make a change that will make you healthy. If you're just yeah. if you're just banging out a diet, like no, a meat centric diet is not great. A meat centric lifestyle, if you're eating meat like once or twice a it's day. It's also uh it's also addiction. It's yeah. addiction. Oh, absolutely. The eating fat that certain, comes from meat. Eating fast food is addictive. Oh, yeah. It's addictive. Super. Like, what do I want? What are my predominant things that I want to eat? I want to eat pizza, burgers, you know, and not to say like those are just like fun foods that yeah. like are easy to digest and like super consumable and stuff. Like, also, I, I love home cooked meal. Like, I yeah. love roast and potatoes and yeah. stuff like that. Or anything. I'll try anything, actually. Yeah. But I mean, like, I made a roast Even a vegan, Christmas. I, I would try a vegan dish. I would try this. I would yeah. try that. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah. if it's good, I'll eat it. But like, if it's shit and tastes like garbage, like, I'm exactly. not gonna eat it. You know? What exactly. I mean? And that's why I made a roast at Christmas, and I made one really good one and one kind of shitty one. Yeah. And they were both the same cuts of meat, 
but the shitty one got left. Like the mushroom one was like people were like, nah, it's okay. But the one I made like meat, like a meat one, that one was done within the first round of Christmas dinner. So what like, was wrong yeah. with the other one? Oh, it just wasn't as good. What was it? It was mushroom. It was a mushroom uh, roast. I made it in like mushrooms and like a, a okay. thick broth. It just wasn't as good as like the beef flavored roast I made. Like just beef and like salt. I would think and a mushroom one would be good. I would too. But Did they, you put they some garlic in there? Absolutely. I'm Ukrainian. There's yeah. nothing I make without so garlic. So what's the fucking problem here, Well, it wasn't people. a problem. I made it a week later as sandwiches for Pam and she was pumped. Cool. Okay. What's next, Jeff? Death by Topic. No, I want it better. <laughs> Fuck you. Okay. Okay. So, my favorite part of this, because I actually did research, so I'm going to be reading this one because I can't do this off the cuff. Uh, taking both human and animal life into consideration, a daily animal death in order to satiate the hunger of you disgusting fucking carnivores. Fuck, I miss meat. Um, author Bass Sanders explored more than 50 years of animal slaughter trends, focusing on five main groups of farmed animals. Cows, chickens, goats, pigs, sheep. Based on data pulled from the Food and Agriculture Organization, the FAO, of the United Nations, which shows more shows that as of 70 billion, as of 2017, 70 billion with a B, people, that is insane. As of 1961, the total around 8 billion. Those are animal deaths per year. To make this a tiny little bit less egregious, the worldwide population in 1961 was 3,075,073 blocks. Uh, so about 2.6 animals per human per year were ingested. The population in 2018 was 7.5 billion, 9.2 animals per person per year. Um, actually, that made it way more egregious. I didn't think about that, so uh, those stats backfired. The daily human death as a result of either too much meat, meat-related illness, and people dying in the field of farming was illness was a little easier to track down. About a half million people die each year from meat-based food poisoning worldwide. That is an independent. That was by the Independent, the the news site. However, it did not seem to take into account the unreported cases, misdiagnosis. Simply, some people have no idea what to blame. The wrong food on this type of illness if you get sick from eating meat or sick from eating food they don't know what specifically caused it they can say like oh, it was cabbage or whatever but there's other sort of illnesses so it's not a great um as to meat production there was literally not a single source i could find of any type of reliable data although it did lead me to a website called the meat institute which i'm pretty sure was in the lisa versus the vegetarian episode of the simpsons and with that that ends Death by topic. I'm really glad that I spoke during that. Yeah, well, that was that was just facts. Death by topic is me, man. That's all me. I love death by topic. That's my bitch. Okay, so what, you what, what, what's gonna be mine then? Le you, I told you you gotta think of one. But Le you life by topic. Life by. <laughs> life by topic. How much better is your life? Life by topic. Okay, so we're on question five. I just fast-forwarded to six. Did you? Oh, okay. What are some conspiracies around this? Do you find any persona validity in these? <laughs> validity. Validity. Do you find any personal validity in these? Do you find them valid? So the first one is the lobbyists. 
The reason why humanity is eating more meat is because the meat lobby is stronger than ever. You because so? you got to think the pork council of Manitoba, the beef council of Manitoba, the chicken. Like, they're all putting money into the world to, like, pork in Manitoba is pimped like crazy. Oh, yeah, it's pretty hard. Pork for producers are crazy everywhere. They're on buses, billboards, everything. Yeah, I, but I why? You say. why? Why do they need to be? Because they want people to eat more pork. And why? They want to, because they want to think of it as a family outfit. You know, it's a family-run yeah. farm. Farm, you're hurting Manitoba farmers by not buying Manitoba pork, which I understand that's fucking what all of them do. Yeah. So do you believe that the lobby is actually affecting it is really what's happening? So let's hear what you say first. I don't know. I think people eat whatever they want to fucking eat. I think they're influenced to a point, but like you've been grown, you, you grew up with meat, you grew up with vegetables, you grew up with like carbs, you know, like you know what you want to eat. Right. And you know, if you're changing, you're changing because you're more self-aware. Some people just go through life like being like, well, I guess I'll eat this again. And, oh, I guess I'll eat that. And whatever, you know. I, hey, why am I 400 pounds? Uh, I don't know. 502 at my top. But yeah. uh, I agree to a certain point. But the fact is, is like from a kid, we are taught... Like, you and I specifically, millennials, um, were taught the food pyramid. And if you're taught that from a very young age... Well, yeah, but it changed now. But I mean, right. whatever. But whatever. It growing... was all about... Yeah, the food pyramid was a total fucking right. joke. And it was all just based right. on, like... Ten servings of carbs a day? Yeah, just bread? They, they didn't know what the fuck how they were the talking fucking, about. How the fucking... How did they 20 pieces of bread a day. Like, They're just ridiculous. some fucking assholes. So I How many different industries do we have that we can exploit for money to get people to eat? Right, and that's the thing is, do you, yeah. do you not think that meat was also part of that? Like, maybe you should be was. eating five meat. Meat. Maybe milk, absolutely. Uh, maybe milk. grain, you know, absolutely like, grain. And they're just like, okay, kindergartners, this is the pyramid food table. Maybe you should eat fifteen pieces yeah. of bacon and twenty pieces of bread. Yeah. Day. So I absolutely drink your believe. milk. It helps your bones. Uh, does it? <laughs> I absolutely believe the lobby has had a huge effect on the amount of meat intake that Canadians do. I believe it's Probably. across the board because meat meat lobbies are huge. Like every first world country has a meat lobby and every one of them pushes it hard. And every one of them has had bad scientific data in the past. Of course. Teaching their public to eat more of it so that they can make more meat. I think people are just more aware now. You know what I mean? They're more aware that they know they're eating bad at least. Yes. Like, like, I know this is wrong, but I've done it all my life. I like bacon. But I like fucking bacon. Yeah, exactly. The next one is Sacrifice, and I hate this one because I do not buy into it, but we need to Remember the Creed it. song? My Sacrifice. I hate all Creed. Scott so Stapp. So, I hope he's coming out with a solo album soon again. Fucking love Scott <laughs> Stapp. Um, so I was discussing... If Scott Stapp's listening to this, I fucking love you. Yeah. So I was discussing this with a friend recently about how conspiracy Don't theories... Don't play down my Scott I'm Stapp just, life. I'm just you know? zooming past it. With our with arms wide open, I'm zooming past it. <laughs> so um, with all... with I was discussing with a friend... So all, let's go there. So in all... Let's in all conspiracy theories, <laughs> if you dig deep enough, you will find one of two Don't things. Don't get me started on Hootie and the Blowfish. Oh, there's... I love Hootie and the Blowfish. Darius Rucker. It's great. Um, yeah, I, we won't shit talk him. I love Hootie and the nope. So, uh, if you go deep enough in any conspiracy theory, it always comes down to, like, one of two things. Like, human sacrifice to a demon god or pedophilia. Like, it's always, if you dig deep enough what in do any you mean? of them. Any oh, conspiracy, conspiracy theory? theory? Any conspiracy the theory. The moon landing? 
probably a sacrifice to Moloch. Like, it's every one of them does of that. Course, so so do sense. I believe that, like, there's that... And I'm talking about the crazy end of the conspiracy theory. I apologize if you believe in this shit, but I do not. Uh, people own the meat... apologize to those conspiracy theorists. No, they're scary. Uh, so they believe that, like, humans are being sacrificed to an elder god. The I mean, people who own the factories are put putting... Them. Yeah, putting the human bodies in with the meat, and they're serving it back to humans. So the green. Do I... Yeah. Do I believe that's happening? No, that's ridiculous. But do people believe it? Of course they do. Sure, they will. Do I believe that it's happening? Do I literally believe? Because you have to, you have to think about this in like a grander scale. Okay, so there's an evil person who owns a meat packing company. Is he packing the fucking meat? Do you think a fucking meat packer making fourteen dollars an hour is gonna look at a human body and be like, no, whatever? No, somebody's gonna say something. Yeah, probably. So, no, again, it's that problem I had in the first episode where I said, like, anybody who believes government is capable of this is thinking of government as this, like, wanton, like, group of people all working together like a cog. No, it's a bag full of fucking cats. Somebody's gonna let shit leak if they're sacrificing humans and eating the flesh. So, no, I don't buy into this shit at all. So... We're going to question six, Jeff. We're doing what are the pros and cons of this lifestyle? I've done my con. You got to do your pros. What are pros to eating meat? Tastes good. Yeah, it tastes good. I love the taste of meat. I, I still do. I do think that when I do uh, see people change their diet and they go to veganism or vegetarianism, I always see them getting sick much quicker because they're not they're not doing the transition properly. They're not. Yep. They're not uh, accounting for all the nutrients that you're getting from the meat that you're eating. And yes. whatever meat, like, you know, oh, it's disgusting, fuck you meat and stuff like that. It's like, yeah, it's great. Okay, but, like, you gotta, like, understand that you just can't eat, like, fucking toast for a month or... Cheerios. Cheerios, you know, like... Oreos. You're probably losing a few necessitive... Uh, nutrients I, that your body needs in order to fight off regular day illnesses anything. like colds. Because yeah. like I they mean, have found, and I, I I could not agree with you more on this. They have found that literally homemade chicken noodle soup absolutely does help your body fight a cold. Well, yeah, it's chicken bone, like right. Chicken broth. And so of yeah. course, so chicken broth literally helps you fight colds. So I absolutely agree. People go to, and even myself, when I went no meat. I went February 28th, I was fucking eating meat. I had meatballs for breakfast, no fucking eggs. I knew I was doing meatless March in, in March 1st, so I was fucking just hammering meat. I had meat for breakfast, meat for lunch, meat for dinner, and then it was cold cut. And March was terrible for me. By mid-March, I was okay. And now I'm doing okay. I still fight illnesses about the same level I was, but those first two weeks were terrible. Yeah, it's... It- I think it really does affect people. I don't even think it's just two weeks either. I think it's a year. Yeah, I, I think I, for some I, people that make the huge change, I think they're always their immune systems down a lot of the time, depending on who, depending on who they are, though. Of course. Yeah. So well, I completely agree. So that's one po- pro. Pro is uh, pro is it does tend to if you're eating in moderation does tend to keep you healthier, and I completely agree with that, especially with the protein you're getting. It's such an easy source. Yeah, it's not just the protein. It's it's no, it's, it's, it's other the, it's other minerals and fats, amino acids. But, yeah, I completely yeah, yeah. agree. Yeah, I think it's more so that than the protein because, you know, your obvious argument is you can get protein from uh, yes, uh, beans and other right. vegetables as, those, as much protein. But as those come with heavy carbs. Sure, this right? Is free I know protein. it's just so very yeah. 
and it's I all know, a balance act, and I know right? that well, like when I was the most hardcore in my diet when I was losing weight, I was five hundred two pounds to begin, and I at my lowest. I yeah, was you told me. You told me about that time where you just ate ch- chicken, boneless chicken breast, and broccoli. steamed vegetables and broccoli. And that was for, pretty much my diet for six months. Yeah, and then you went to the doctor because you were fucked up, and the doctor was like, "You don't have any testosterone. Testosterone in <laughs> your body. I had no fat in my diet, and I had completely bottomed out. Yeah. my and sex how, drive was gone. Six I was months, weak. Yeah, in that six months you did that, how much weight did you lose? Oh, a ton. Like, like five hundred to four, like a hundred. I, I like I probably like seventy five pounds. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So I was losing weight, but also I wasn't fucking because my testosterone had bottomed out. I sure. didn't understand why my dick wasn't working as well as it used to. And it was literally just... my. After I went to see the doctor, he put me in a testosterone patch, which is carcinogenic. carcinogenic. Um, and I was on that patch for a while. And finally TRT? I was talking he put my you trainer. on TRT? Uh, no, he put me on a patch. Well, what is TRT? I don't, I, TRT is an injection. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he put me on a patch. So I was doing the patch, and it was really Well, why annoying. is it carcinogenic? Well, because uh, artificial testosterone is a carcinogen. He told me that specifically one of the side effects of testosterone patches is there's a higher increase of prostate cancer because the more testosterone in your body, the more chance you have of prostate cancer, which is fine. Yeah, you were young. So, yeah, and, and I, went to my, I went to my trainer and just randomly his nutritionalist that worked at the same gym was listening to me and said... Was that, like, was that my buddy there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and so his nutritionist was listening. He's like, Nathan, can you run me through a normal day of your food? So I walked him through what I ate, like tuna and green beans for lunch, sure. uh, a steak... A steak with no fat at the, the end of the day. Usually, like, a chicken breast and, like, eggs in the morning cut up. And he's mm. like, Nathan, where's your fat? And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, you have almost 0% fat in your meat. Like, you're buying the leanest piece of beef. You're buying the leanest piece of chicken. You have no fat. He's like, do you have any fucking idea what testosterone is made from? I was like, no. He's like, fat. He's like, Nathan, take the fucking patch off. Go home and eat a fucking burger, you bad person. I, I know, but we're shit out yeah all that shit out so i was like okay so the pro is also you like healthy you can be healthier easier on it because it gives you protein without carbs without extra carbs beans comes with a lot of carbs so the cons are the ones we've already spoke about environmental impact animal rights carcinogenic antibiotics and meat is terrible for you it brings down your ability to fight diseases in the future so the cons do heavily outweigh the pros but again, it's only because it's easier to shit talk something when you're not doing it, right? Sure. Like it's easier for me to go like, well, here's the shitty parts of your meat eating diet uh, when I'm not eating it. That wraps up the question segment, so I'm gonna moderate the rest of this. Um, so this is the where are you now? Segment. Where are you now, Nathan? I like that better. Nathan, um, I, I don't see you anymore. I'm blind from eating so much carcinogenic meat. Okay, so. What has changed your mind during this conversation? Has anything moved your needle at all? Will you be eating less meat? No. No. <laughs> I already knew all this. Like, yeah. I, okay, I so what, what about this was just like, fuck, I don't care. Like, what about it was just like completely like dishwater? Like, who gives a shit? <laughs> dishwater. <laughs> I don't know. I know I don't have a... I know I don't have a very good diet. Yeah. And... So, but what about what we discussed today is just like, yeah, I know I just don't care. Like, you just don't care. It's just not important to me. I don't know. Uh, pretty much 80%. Of it. <laughs> okay, 80% I of mean, our podcast today. I know I need to eat better, and I know I need to more incorporate way more vegetables and stuff. But, yeah. uh, I like, and I get on these trains where I do, obviously, but, like, then I fall off, of course, and yeah. stuff. But, uh, 
So, I don't know, it's just difficult. Let's so, from my end, um, what I'm throwing over the dishwater is, uh, like, nothing. Everything you brought up in the baby. In meat. You know, the baby. Fucking murder. Uh, fucking babies. Could I cook I, that baby? I love, I love my kids. Um, so, the things I, I honestly am not throwing up, because the thing is, you brought up a, a numerous good facts for me, is that, like, yeah, well, I, like, specifically for me, which we'll touch on in the vegetarian episode that will be coming up after this, um, there are things that I will not eat meat for, but I really genuinely think my diet is lacking in a bunch of essential amino acids, essential fats, strictly because I will not ingest them from animal products. I do get the same amount of fats from other sources like olive oil and shit, but I just can't guarantee that that's giving me as much good as meat. I genuinely know that I feel less energetic, energetic on a vegetarian diet than I did on meat. I know that if I started eating meat again, other problems would arise, but I would be more energetic. Um, I do feel my libido has waned as a vegetarian comparatively to when I was a meat eater, which is bad for me, but also it's not terrible, right? It's not moving me into the like, I'm just not able to have sex. It's just I'm not as, like I'm just not as horny as I was when I was eating meat. So. Mm-hmm. Looking pretty good, Jeff. Hey, you know, whatever. So, <laughs> so knowing the diets we've spoken about a little better, and I'm talking lifestyles, how would you convince a carniv- carnivorous friend of yours to at least attempt a vegetarian diet? To stop eating meat? What would you use for I couldn't. Today? Nothing. You could not you could not you could not make the needle move at all with any of your meat loving friends. I don't know. <laughs> Why would I want to? No, but like, say that's that was your goal. It's more of like all my friends are like way better on their diets than me, and they're trying to make me move towards them. <laughs> so they're trying like, to move your needle. So yeah. what would it take for your needle to move? Then let's move to that question. I don't want to say a heart attack, but I'm <laughs> just kidding. So I don't systemic know. damage. Um, you would need systemic damage no, from. Well, that's funny that like you know everyone says that right like. I think I, I work out a lot still, like, I, I, I'm, like, big, but, like, I'm still in okay shape and, like, all that shit, but, like, you know, I definitely do have, like, at least 40 extra pounds on me. Oh, absolutely. Like, for sure. And so do I. I'm not saying that, like, like, you fat bitch. Yeah, like, yeah. me too. No, but I mean, like, I don't know what would, uh, what would really, really persuade me. Like, okay. you know what I mean? So I'm on the other end of the spectrum also. Like, what would persuade me to add meat, incorporate more meat in my diet is... I would like quantitative facts that proves that my testosterone... Because I'm, I'm, I'm 34 now. I turned 34 in December. Um, I know that my body is not producing enough testosterone to maintain anymore. My body has stopped producing that much testosterone. I would need quantitative, scientifically backed facts that prove that meat is actually depriving my body of the testosterone that I think it is before I'd be willing to jump back into the meat fray. And even then, I probably would never touch red meat again. Oh, okay. Which sucks, because I go to Kansas City every year, and they got meat, and they eat fucking brisket in front of me. And it's the most deliciously smelling, and I know tasting meat, because I've had it in the past, just perfectly smoked for hours brisket, cuts with a butter knife, and I watch them eat it, and I fucking hate I think we should do a podcast on why you stopped eating meat we will the vegetarian episode yeah the next episode is the vegetarian episode uh what did Nathan write here (laughs) hey join us again next time for another episode of the thickly veiled podcast Nathan that that is brutal that's not what I wrote this is horrible 
That's it. We're all done. That's Burgers and all. Unbelievable. Join us next time. Yeah, when he we changes discuss, it. He changes it. When we discuss it. my camp, motherfucking superior vegetarians. Okay. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you guys next time on the Thickly Veiled Curtain Podcast. Thick Curtain. Thick. Bye.